In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with the Realtor Lady. Hey, it's Michelle Vogel, Cogel Banker Realty. How you doing? It's the first week of March, 2022 here in Santa Cruz. It is a balmy today. Oh my gosh, 69 degrees. You know, it's like, oh, it's so nice. And then you kind of worry about global warming. Oh, we're not going to get into that. Never mind. Let's get into statistics. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on locally and a bit in the world and how it affects real estate. So let's start with statistics. Um, my office meeting um, didn't have the normal ones that I use. So I kind of gathered my own and it's been kind of interesting. So first let's go broad picture. I thought, let's go see what the median price is in Santa Cruz County. And I'll, you know, I'll talk about that a little bit because um, actually it's very regional. So where I live on the west side of Santa Cruz and where I've also lived in the middle of Santa Cruz and Live Oak, those medians, of course, are different because those are different areas, just like any neighborhood in any any place in our world, they have different values. But what's interesting is I went under a zip code and I got three different median prices. So let's take 95060 and I went on to Redfin and they had 1.2. Then I went on to Zillow and I got 1352889. Nice round number. And then I got realtor.com 1.4 million. So if you were trying to make an offer, what number would you trust? Would you trust the low one? Or I mean, you like the lower one. Wouldn't you take the lower one? You go, ah, that's that is that's it, you know? Or the higher one. I'm gonna make an offer and I'm gonna go big and strong. You know, it just depends. One thing I can tell you is it's never the number you think it's going to be, and it's probably going to be a lot higher. And I know that's painful, but it's the truth. That's what's going on. You know, we just don't make the rules here at the uh, realestateindustry.com. You know, we're just kind of riding along on the coattails of, of the market. So... I, I just think it's really interesting. And I also really try to make sure that these videos have some information for you to help you disseminate all those numbers and all those, those things that are out there to help them make sense. Because when you go to make an offer or when you go to price your property, remember, I tell my sellers to price their property and 95% of them get it. They have a number and it might be astronomical. And I've even had agents call me and go, what are you doing? Doesn't matter. I got the price that that seller wanted. Doesn't matter if it didn't match the market expectations of the realtors in the community. Nope. It mattered what the seller wanted and we went and got it. So there you are. I, I didn't price it. I didn't artificially inflate it. That was what a seller and a buyer agreed on. Therefore, market price. If you like my channel, please subscribe. I have lots of opinions I would love to share with you. So, for this week, we have 75 new listings. And, and just today, we got a bunch more. It's really exciting to see them roll out because we desperately needed it because the week before, we only had 49 new listings. We have pending 126. And the pending number before, um, two weeks ago, was three. 
I think that was a little bit of a glitch. I'm not sure what happened there. Just a really slow time or possibly the fact that we only had 49 new listings coming on. We just didn't have a lot going into escrow. Then what happened is they may have come in to um, the latter part of that other week because this is all calculated on month dates and not really kind of necessarily by week because a listing goes on typically around Tuesday, goes through a broker tour, open house, and looks at offers the following week. So there is a cycle. So if you're a seller, think of the whole process of basically, besides all the work you're doing, cleaning up, getting ready and all that, um, you know, get ready, sell stuff. And then there's the getting the disclosures, the reports, there is getting the home ready for pictures, and then putting all that package together, which can take, you know, sometimes I've worked on listings for months, weeks. Um, sometimes it's days. I had a seller just at the beginning of last year said, no, I want to be on by tomorrow. And I was like, uh, okay. And I did it. Um, so it, it, there's all different processes. Of course, we had to do a lot of the other work that we might do up front later, but Anyway, so back to the cycle. So there is a cycle. So as a seller, you have all these processes you go through to get it ready. And of course, I make them as easy as possible. Then when a buyer sees it is really when you've done a lot of that work. But here's your buyer. Your buyer is looking at properties on Saturday and Sunday. They're not seeing anything and they're hoping for more inventory on Monday and Tuesday. Now, we typically get them on by Tuesday by two, so we can be on the broker tour by Thursday, and then we can get them through the open houses. And there's that whole um, marketing cycle that it goes through to get the most eyeballs and make sure that everybody's seen it and that seller's getting the highest possible price. Also, listings go out and they're syndicated into a bunch of different real estate sites. People don't just look at Zillow and Redfin and MLS. They look everywhere. And once they became a buyer and they're looking online, they are just getting bombarded by all kinds of crazy sites with listings. So that syndication process takes about a week. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if you see a house listed on Monday, let's see the 7th, you could see it go into contract by March the 15th because it had run through that circle. So where are you as a buyer? Maybe where are you in the cycle? Well, if it came on on the 7th and you're looking at it on the 14th, you might want to assume it's already gone. Sorry to say, but I I, I want you to understand how this, this process works. That's pretty much how it works. Now, the seller, if you're getting to the 16th and 17th day and a little longer than that, you might have you might have overpriced it a little bit or overshot the mark. That all came from just pendings. Just think of what rant I'll have when we get to solds. Anyway, uh, so two weeks ago, because well, two weeks, we have the 21st of February to the 28th of February, we had 12 solds. And this last week we have, as of Monday, the 28th, we have 28 solds. So we're just starting to tick up. It's great. Oh my gosh. I think the spring market might just pull through after a while. It'll be so great. Now, there is always talk of real estate market crashes, um, the market going down because interest rates are going up or because of world conflicts, we may see stalls in the market. And I have one big neon reason why not is because there is so much buyer demand coming in that if you look at a property, most of them have multiple offers. So if you figure 
you have 10 offers on a property, which is standard in our county. Um, even in San Jose, I've been working with some buyers over there, 10 to 15 offers. Figure that an interest rate bump is probably going to lose only five of them, not really a whole lot of them. Then you get the one person who gets it. So say you have 10. So now you're down to four buyers, qualified buyers, and they run to the next one. And only one buyer gets that property. Then there's three more. And that's not even considering all the buyers that are coming into the market or buyers that have decided after they took a break last year, they see more inventory, they're jumping in. That's why there's really not a lot of fear that world events, interest rates are going to change things a whole lot right away. Now, we don't know what's going to happen um, towards the end of the year. Every real estate um, expert that we follow, they always have these doom and glooms for the end of the year, but so far we really haven't seen them. Although last December really did take a, a dive and there were some price reductions like they had said, but they were actually normal for the market and the season. So they didn't really align with their predictions. It just, there was a little bit of pullback. You have buyers that, that take the holidays off. You have sellers that take their home off. It, it really just, it didn't match what they were saying of how, you know, this, this burst is coming. But here's the other thing is a lot of people, they have equity in their home. So even if they stop making the payment because of COVID lost their job or whatever, more than likely they can still sell and make a profit. That's a lot different than 2007 and eight and nine and 10, when a lot of people were losing their homes. They really just had no skin in that game or they had refinanced. Not going to talk about refinancing today, but there's a big push on that just because interest rates are going up and people are afraid they're missing that boat. If you have questions about that, please reach out to me and I'll talk to you about my opinions on refinancing. But anyway, this is why I don't think prices are going to go down too much, uh, at least till the end of the summer. Despite the uh, uptick in rates, I think we just have so much buyer demand, so many people still trying to get the the, those properties, the spring season, it's just starting when it's March. And I think it's a little late actually to begin. Um, I, I really believe that you're going to find that prices just aren't going to go down. So let me just speak to this year. I'll just say that I don't think there's going to be any huge dumps or bubbles this year. I don't want to go out further than this. I know that there are other areas. I have a podcast, The Realtor Lady, where I talk to people from other areas and they are concerned with it because they're Home prices are much lower. The equity sp span is lower and they do have higher default rates than we do in our area. I mean, that being said, you buy at a high price that you think is high here. I will tell you that you will probably make equity pretty quick. So it's, it's still somewhere where people make money uh, just based on demand. I know that was a lot. I'm exhausted. I'm so glad you stayed to the end and I hope you subscribe. I'd love to talk with you more. Please email, call, reach out to me. I'd love to help you. And uh, if you like, check out my podcast, The Realtor Lady. It's uh, kind of fun. It's got some local stuff here to Santa Cruz, but then I also talk to agents from across the country who give their opinions about real estate and they talk about their market, which is always good to get that other perspective. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.